This week on the Time Blaster Toy Cast, with the WWF Royal Rumble just days away, the Bodacious Bracket Tournament returns for the first ever WWF Hasbro TBT BBT. Nearly 100 miniature muscular men are eligible to enter, and only one can walk out the victor. Will it be your favorite? Stay tuned to find out. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. Cue up the Super Soakers for the Time Blast. Time Blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's the Time Blast. Time Blast. Of the Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official ToyCast YouTube channel at Time Blaster ToyCast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster toy line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734 the following toy cast is a Time Blaster toy cast. Bodacious Bracket Tournament Special Edition. Scheduled for a 60 minute time limit. In this episode, we will be selecting eight WWF Hasbro Superstar figures at random. They'll be put into matches where a discussion will commence to crown a victor. And now for your hosts. They're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare figures with actions. In addition to hosting today, these men are the judge, jury, and execution of the Hasbro figures' fate. They are the reigning, defending, Toy Cast Tag Team Champions of the World at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. Welcome, everyone, to the first ever WWF Hasbro TBT BBT tournament. Guys, are we ready for Hasbro's in a tournament setting? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking to Toys R Us. I see Mean Gene standing there. I'm ready. <laughs> mean Gene in front of that literal right. wall. The huge wall. That wall of Floor merch. to ceiling. Yeah. And, and it is late january we can say for sure and late mm-hmm. january if you're a pro wrestling fan means one thing absolutely one thing it's royal rumble season baby it's yeah. royal rumble week by the time you listen to this the royal rumble this year may or may not have happened um it's later this week and we have to do the time blaster toy cast version of a royal rumble and that's a tbt bbt tournament yeah every hasbro joe we checked the list there are 99 which I didn't realize. 99 yeah. different Hasbros, Dave. Yeah. When yeah. you count the mailaways and every repaint and every And the version, tag teams, yeah, everything. There's 99 figures that are possible contenders in this tournament. We're drawing eight of them today. Only one can walk out on Ooh, top. So that's like, what, 12 tournaments? I did not do the math. Maybe. So 12 tournaments I'm and you have three you. leftovers. Yeah, because 88 would be 11. Okay. So, yeah, and then you have three leftover fellas. Okay, there's a couple that are real, like, sketch, like Macho Man number three, where he's oh, like yeah. Macho King. It's just the just words. Just man on yeah. his butt. <clears throat> Excuse me. Or I wonder if they're counting Tatanka twice on that list because he's in oh, two different series. yeah. He's the same exact but figure. But it's the same figure, yeah. So we'll have to, like, scrutinize the Pinpoint list. Point it on But down. it'll get us how many? 12? 12, yeah. Woo, baby. That's a lot That's of turns. more than LJNs. 96 is 12, so, yeah, 12. Yeah, that, that'll be wild. So this is the first of... Many tournaments, guys. Yeah. yeah. And, and we'll get and to that in a minute. Last week we had an eBay discussion. Lots of fun. Oh, lots of fun talking about I eBay. I got a lot of feedback on eBay this yeah. week. Yeah. 
Yeah, how about you, Dave? You get no, some feedback? Not much. None at all, actually. No, not It's been a hell of a six weeks for me, boys. It yeah. has been a hell of a six weeks. Asides from the local sports teams, not a whole lot has gone well for me. So let's just put it that way. I got you. Yeah. I didn't really expect you to get a lot of eBay feedback, Dave, right, right, from, right. From, from your group of people in your life. But yeah, no, I got a lot of good feedback, Joe. You? Uh, no, not directly to me. No, not I to I guess you. it all just came to you. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know we the got The eBay some, master over here. We got some feedback on the Time Blaster toy yes. line, kind of in uh, regards to the eBay episode. Yeah, actually, so, yeah. goes hand yeah, in hand. I feel like it's been a while since I've spouted out the Time Blaster toy line phone number, 734-494-2292. This was sent via text, and Joe is going to read it. And this comes from a friend of the show, Sea Monkey Dude John. Sea Monkey Dude John. The king of all sea monkeys. Yeah, my dude. We'll talk right. about that in a minute. And he writes, great show today. I'm a career salesman, so I really enjoy hearing about selling. I know people in collector communities that complain about PayPal fees and require customers to pay friends and family. I hate that. PayPal fees are just the cost of doing business. Pez is also huge on eBay. The founder's wife was a Pez collector. There are dispensers that were made exclusively for eBay employees. Also, Lucha Libra is epic. You need to trademark that and use it somehow. <laughs> Thank you, John. I don't know why I thought of the him saying trademark it. Did you guys see that list of everything Chris Jericho's trademarked in like the last oh, yeah. year? It was on yeah. the internet this week. Yeah. Man, it's a lengthy list. So. Got to trademark yeah, every catchphrase. I should get with Chris Jericho's lawyer and trademark Lucha Libra. Yeah, why not? The man, uh, was it Michael? God, I have no idea. He's, he's out of Toledo. He's the gimmick attorney. Yeah, he's the guy that yeah. Yeah, trademarks everything yeah. for all the guys. I haven't listened to a Conrad podcast in a minute, but they said it's dropped <laughs> his name every yeah. episode for a year. So Jericho really does have a list. Yeah, he has a list of trademarks. And yeah, Sea Monkey Dude John, we appreciate you. So Sea Monkey Dude John is yeah, the great king follow. of... He's the king of sea monkeys, for one. He, absolutely. He's also the king of Pez. This guy yeah. knows everything about Pez. So that text message kind of led us down a path. I started asking him questions. He was sending me images of, like like he said, employee-exclusive Pez dispensers. What do those look like? They're they kind of like... The top of it is like a heart Okay. that just says eBay in it. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then there's like different color ones. Okay. There's a glow in the dark one that looks really cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's Very the cool. one that was the most valuable. Yeah, speaking of Pez, this uh, oddly enough, this week I saw uh, someone I know haven't talked in a year. They went on. They went on uh, to the Pez Museum somewhere out east, and like okay. the New England states. Can't remember what state. Don't remember much about it. But there is a Pez Museum. Sure. That exists where people can go to, which is very cool. And you think about how small a Pez dispenser is. Yeah. To fill a yeah. whole museum. So you can pack a yeah. lot of Pez in that museum. <laughs> Dang, Either you sure that or could. it's a really small museum. <laughs> Just a closet. <laughs> it was. I mean, their pictures look pretty cool from it. Yeah. That's cool. I would check it out. Well, yeah. Thanks, John. We appreciate you. And yeah, we had fun talking to eBay. We'll probably. I feel like at least once a year we got to. We could definitely come back. We got to come back and talk eBay some more. But it's Royal Rumble week, boys. That's right. And there are 99 Hasbros in this bucket by my feet. I brought Ooh. my whole collection. What a today. bucket. And we all know there's a few I'm missing. That's a one, tub. Two, three, that three. is not a bucket. Yeah, it's a tub. It's huge. It's <laughs> overflowing. And there's a few I'm missing. So substituting 123Kid and the Yokozuna green card, I threw their Just Toys Bendems in. Just so we know, okay. if I pull the Bendem, okay. we know it's the Hasbro figure. So I'm reaching in deep. I'm digging around. I'm grabbing two Hasbros out for the first match in the first ever WWF Hasbro TBT BBT tournament. And what are the odds, guys, that I just pulled out two jumpers? This oh, is jumper yeah. versus jumper. Oh, no. no. Jump. 
in my left hand, I have the original jumper, Series 1, 1990 Hasbro Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Fucking green trunks with the weight belt turned back. How's that nose look? He looks all right. Okay. He's been through some battles. This is my childhood okay, well, warrior yeah. here. Going one-on-one with another eh, semi-iconic jumping figure. A few years later, we're talking Series 4, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ooh, wow. Ooh. Okay. Big matches. These are two. Match. You're talking Toyetic two versus Toyetic. Super here. Toyetic figures. Yeah. Like these things scream early 90s. They scream oh, toy. Man. They scream our childhood. Two of the two of the better jumpers. I would say yeah. these are two of the best jumpers. Yeah. Um Yeah, because we've talked there. about hey, guys, if somehow this is the first time you're listening to our podcast and you don't know <laughs> Welcome. There's, like, there's like 12 Hasbro episodes where we go series by series in detail. We've talked about our love-hate for jumpers, most of them we don't like. But these two, eh, they're not bad, right? Warrior's yeah, I mean, finished. Warrior did that. Gi- Honestly, <coughs> when you took a Warrior Hasbro jumper and you pushed him down and he jumped with that shoulder tackle, that's yeah. what it That's what like he did, the yeah. Warrior did in the ring. Yeah. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's coming off the top rope with that crossbody all the time. And yes. that gear that Ricky is wearing. Mm-hmm. And he comes with that cape. Yeah, that removable cape. On oh, the back. man. Yeah, that Ricky Steamboat figure is absolutely sick. And that's where I'm leaning right now. As much as I love that Warrior, and I have probably more fond memories of playing with the Warrior. Um, it wasn't my favorite Warrior figure. Not, I mean, granted, it's the only Steamboat figure, but I played a lot with, with Jumper Warrior. Loved that it was Jumper Warrior. When the Warrior came out, he was probably my favorite wrestler at the time mm-hmm. yeah i mean we're talking like right on the heels of wrestlemania six here warrior was the man he was but that ricky steamboat like the little headdress on him yeah the, the detail and the little spikes on the arms i gotta go with the dragon ricky steamboat here. man you're putting your flag in the ground that yeah. early huh i, I mean it makes sense it, I talked it out and, and I'm, yeah i'm like back and forth on both i like them both but i've talked about it before like my ricky steamboat hasbro that thing is mint yeah, and it's mint because I'd never played with it. It's true. <laughs> I didn't play with it, and part of it is like by the time that figure comes out, he ain't even around. Yes, like he's gone because his run was very short, right, Dave? It's like ninety one. He comes in and yeah, he came back. I like num- Rumble ninety two. He's gone. He ain't yeah. even in it. Like it's very short. Um, and this figure comes out in like summer ninety two. You know, Brett's about to defend the title, the icy title against Davy Boy, and yeah. the Steamboat figures out. At the same time, Ultimate Warrior. Not, I'm not an Ultimate Warrior guy at all. It's true. This is tough, Joe. Do you kind of know where you're going? I don't know. I don't know. It's I'm like, like you said. It's it's a little back and forth. I like Warrior. Yeah. It's the original Warrior. So it's, it's an like iconic. It's like yeah. Figure. It yeah. has it you holds that like status. Five Hasbro's in your mind. Yeah. That Warrior and probably he's in there. he's there. Yeah. But like Dave said, his point. It's not my favorite Warrior. Toy in that line, yeah. Like there's what do you other. Got? You guys leaning Gorilla Press in the white. Oh, I, yeah. I Not do that like crazy the white. purple one with the Skinner motion. Yeah, the, the white the, Gorilla Press. The figure. white Gorilla Press is nice. Got so many memories. I do stuff. like the purple gear. I may not love the action, but the gear is great. Yeah. I think I'm leaning Ricky. Dang. He, he comes with the accessory. He has that cape. He looks like a freaking dragon. Man, Steamboat just you know? busted a bracket yeah. in the first. He did. Match. Ultimate Warrior number one is out. Yeah, I'm sorry, but. Yeah. One thing that's funny about the Ricky Steamboat figure that I didn't get to talk about, um, we will probably, Royal Rumble week. So you're going to do a Royal Rumble with your Hasbros. Oh, yeah. 
I'm assuming we're all we all did the same thing. You just put them all in the ring. Mm-hmm. So I've tossed before with Habros when I'm gonna figure out when before I play the matches, I flip them belly to belly, and then whoever lands on their belly wins, whoever lands on the back loses. Yeah. But when it was a battle royal or royal rumble, you put them all in the ring, you shake that ring. Whoever the last <laughs> guy in the ring was was gonna win your royal rumble. So then you yep. play it out, you set up the order, and you do your whole thing. For me, you get the notebook out. Ricky Steamboat, because of those little spikes and all the hooks. A lot of nooks and crannies. He 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 was always in there late, hanging onto those ropes when you shake that ring. He He had the Batman uh, spikes. He was in there for a long time. He won a couple rumbles because of that. I believe that. Way to go, Ricky. A lot of nooks and crannies to catch on his head, his arms. Yeah, The back of his boots have those little flags. Yeah, they do too. Yeah, you're right. Um, Yeah, it's funny you mention that. That's definitely like... I'll let my son, Winnie, he'll play with my Hasbros from time to time, and that's his number one go-to is you throw them all in the ring and you shake the ring and you just see what happens. Yeah. And uh, when he recently he did that and Giant Gonzalez was the winner, so now Giant Gonzalez is like his dude. Oh, he's the top guy. My optimal uh, Battle Royal Rumble Rumble scenario is you put all the figures behind your back. Oh, yeah, yes. So they're all behind your back, and then you're just blindly, you grab one, that's number one. Yep. And I would do that. For all 30. Yeah. And then, like, from there, you line them up, like, next to you. Like, yes. on the right, yep. kind of, like, in sequential order. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And then you're yeah. just picking them up yeah, as you go. Three rows of 10. Yep. Three rows of 10. Yep. Yeah. If you somehow had a way to play their entrance themes, which oh, was, like, yeah. pretty rare. If you were a member of, like, the, the WWF fan club, you'd get that cassette. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, yeah, you're just... You're just, just singing it. Yeah, yeah you're just singing mouth. it yourself. Yeah. You, are, you are Jimmy Hart in this scenario. Yes. Just singing all these songs. Yes. All right, guys. <clears throat> but yeah, oh. I did the same thing behind the back. Behind the so back. So after you shake the ring, you know who's going to win. You then you line them up. Oh, then you book, book in reverse. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I was booking in reverse before I knew what book so in what, reverse So was. what spot, the guy that wins, right? You shake it, Steamboat wins That's your shake. They go behind the back. And then oh, I so, would do the same oh, thing. Okay. Yeah, but he's going the, over no matter what. Yeah, I didn't he's know going if that over. got he's him just number, number 30 automatically. No, that, that was just like a, hey, who's going to win the Royal Rumble for got my it. little figure? Are you feeling that, spicy? You put him in number one. Win. All right, let's put him in order. <laughs> I mean, Steamboat could have been the first guy. There's been times he's gone bell to bell, I'm sure. Yeah, he, now, he was, for some reason, I don't know if it was the skinny legs. A lot of the jumpers always felt like they were towards the back end of the rumble. Because, you know, <laughs> if you think about you reach behind your back and grab something. If a guy, you're going to hook a leg more likely than an arm. True. You know who you draw early is that Hulkster hug. Oh, yeah. yeah Hogan he, number two. He sees your giant, finger coming, he just arms. hugs you. Yeah. It's like, you don't even want to pick him. Put me in, no, brother. You have no choice. He's <laughs> getting picked first. All right. I derailed this guy. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> all right. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is advanced, guys. Who is his opponent in the second round? This match is super unique and odd, okay? Okay, I like unique. I just pulled from this, what do we call it? Tub, bucket, yeah. tote, this yeah. thing full of Hasbros. Bushwhacker Butch. Oh, cool. Okay. This is okay. the second version oh, of Bushwhacker oh, camo Butch. Butch. Okay, the tan this camo? This is him in the tan camo with the removable hat. Oh, so he comes with an accessory. Now, keep in mind, guys, look at this figure. These Bushwhackers, um, their actions are reversed on the That's second one. That's what arms. I got to look up. Yeah. So this Butch has the body that you think of as Luke, where okay. both arms kind of move, because the original Butch was the stomp. <laughs> he would stomp his foot. This is Butch number two. So Luke's body with Butch's head and a hat on it, going against probably one of the least toyetic Hasbros of all time, but for some reason he still has a soft spot in everybody's heart. We're talking the hammer, baby. Greg, the hammer, oh, Valentine. I mean, versus classic. Bushwhacker Butch 2. Man, what a main event this is. <laughs> if this was a traditional Royal Rumble we grew up on, actually, Butch wasn't as bad as Luke. Luke was the one 
Homeboy would be in the rumble for like four seconds at a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Butch I, usually lasted a minute at least. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and like the thing with the the pose, so like the Luke to me the Luke pose that that was on this Butch figure we're talking yeah. about was the better of the two Bushwhacker poses. You like that pose more? Yeah, the other one was like almost like a jumper, but it was a stomper, right? Yeah, I like mm-hmm. the stomping action. Like I like it more than the uh, the Luke body personally. I feel like I could do more moves. You had the elbow drop, clothesline, you do power slams, by but uh, the I, move the moves. I get you. More encompassing. And the Bushwhackers weren't drop kickers, so I ain't doing drop kicks with freaking Butch and Right. You're Camel just having Luke. Butch stomp a mud hole in somebody <laughs> in the corner with that stomping and, action. You know, and the other guy, you know, the the new Butch act, the Butch we're talking about, his action was good to do the battering ram. You could put the other one in the headlock a little bit easier. Yeah. To do to their move. Nonetheless, Greg the Hammer Valentine. Hammer baby. Unbelievable LJN figure. Yeah. And the fact that he went with a similar pose. Very With the clothesline action, which I'm a big fan of the clothesline action in my Hasbros. That action way better than the Bushwhacker action. Yeah. Blows it away. Hammer. Personally, I was a big Greg Hammer Valentine fan. (laughs) I can't even talk to that. I'm mixing my words up. But he, uh, he had the shin guard. Oh, he had the shin guard. That, that was the one thing that kind of made him uniquely the hammer. And, because uh, outside of that shin guard, he's just a dude in trunks. Yes. But yeah, he's got the molded shin guard on the leg. And because he's got a similar action to the LJ, I'm going to go with hammer. And I'm going twice in a row, guys. First, I'm sorry. That's, That's okay. So, so Dave's hammer. Um, Greg the Hammer Valentine is not a very toyetic man. Once you take that robe off him, he is just a traditional professional yeah. wrestler. Just a dude. Long hair, bleach blonde hair, trunks, no knee pads no. most of the time, boots, and the shin guard. Despite that, his LJN is one of the most iconic. It's just one of the best. Yes. Basic black trunks, black boots, great pose, great playability. And the Sasbro is no different. It's better than the LJN, honestly, because, you know, he's got the, <clears throat> his boots are a different color. He's got the shin guard. Like, it pops. It says a hammer on his butt. We all know the history of the Hammer Hasbro, how it was going to be one half of Rhythm and Blues, and then that falls through, and they, that figure never gets produced, so then they modify the figure, and they just make it a traditional Hammer. Oh, man. I uh, I don't think you got to vote, Joe, because the Bushwhackers, that body, that Luke body that becomes Butch number 2 body, mm-hmm. one of my least favorite Hasbro bodies of all time, even though he's got a removable hat. Not interested. I'm voting for the hammer. <laughs> All right. Ham- the hammer, baby. Hammer it is. Were you, what were you thinking? I was picking Butch just for the card back because he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I was picking Butch, baby. <laughs> Steamboat versus Hammer in the next that's round. That's a classic. Right that is, that's a great match. That's a big one. This next match, guys, it never happened. And uh, for the sake of one of the men in this match, I'm glad it never happened because he probably would have got hurt. Nails. Nails has been chosen. Nails. Going one-on-one. With the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. This is the third version, purple card version. Okay. Teddy in the trunks. Just the plain tr- trunk, Teddy. The jab yeah. action, taking that Hulk Hogan number four body, tweaking it, putting DiBiase's head on it. DiBiase number four, or DiBiase number three, sorry, going against nails. What are we thinking? Yellow card versus purple card. This Iconic kinda... professional wrestler versus a footnote in history. He, he is iconic, but is he my favorite Teddy? Like this is where the this is where it kind of oh, gets yeah. tough. You no, know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely, I know where it means because if you take all three Hasbro's of DiBiase, yeah, this one is the most accurate. Once the bell rings, yes, but it's the least toyetic for sure. He's yeah. not in a suit. He, uh, that I DiBiase too. DiBiase a lot. 
Yeah. Green suit DiBiase is the one I played with the least. So oh, my like, green suit oh. DiBiase dude is knuckle. Like he's I played he's racked, with man. Green suit I love that dark thing. suit played with a lot. No suit played with a lot. This this DiBiase I played with a lot. Nails though. <clears throat> yeah, nails. He's toyetic. Very toyetic, and I I played with that nails figure a lot. Like he he had a good enough pose you could do a lot with him. Um. Uh, the one thing I'll say about yeah. these two figures before we start voting, and maybe this will sway some votes, is like Hasbro's scale was always pretty good. Yeah. But on these two figures, it's off because like that DiBiase number three is tall. Well, it's that's big. It's Hogan. Mm-hmm. He's way like he's taller than Nails. Yeah. And then he's Na- too big. Nails isn't really remembered for being like a huge man, but he had those giant lifts in his boots, and they were trying to make him look as big as they could. Mm-hmm. And that Hasbro Nails is. Pretty small, honestly. Yeah. He's at the base of Demolition Smash, right? Uh, I mean, it, it's the same movement as Smash. Yeah. And he's probably about the same size, different mold because he's got sure. the shirt and the pants. But yeah, that same wind up punch. DiBiase got the jab punch. It's punch versus punch. Yeah. I don't even know. Like, as workers, I'm picking DiBiase a million times that's, over, one of my all time favorites. That's exactly but like where Joe I'm said. At. This yeah. this DiBiase is probably my least favorite DiBiase. You don't get a million dollar belt with him. No, see, <laughs> he's not like, in his trademark suit. Just a dude in underwear. And nail, uh, I don't like nails, but but the toy, you know, nothing screams early '90s more than like nails. Just in a real life, guy in an yeah. orange jumpsuit. In real criminal. life, criminal. No way. Never pick a nails over Teddy in real life. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to the toy, this isn't my favorite Teddy. I think I'm picking nails. Oh man, Joe's picking. And nails. I love Teddy. Everyone knows I love Teddy. This is strictly on a toy basis. All right, Joe's picked oh, nails. Dave, what do you? I'm gonna like, get the hate mail, but look, there's like, more. There's like more like Teddy beefcake. to come, y'all. There's like, more Teddy. But you were you were on the Brett side of the beefcake LJN. Tournament, yes. But, uh, yeah. All right, Joe's picked nails. Dave, are you? I mean, I've uh, gone first twice. So if you want to end it, end it. If you want to put it on me, you can put it on me. I, I'm a little undecided. I'm very undecided as well. I'm torn. I don't know which way I want to go. Well, if it was any, oh man. I mean, because it's hard because it's Teddy. I get it. So for me, I, I think back to like, all right, I played a lot with these guys, mm-hmm. and I remember by playing with them, going to that memory. I was excited for this Ted DiBiase figure to come out because he was in his gear. Yeah. And didn't love the green suit DiBiase. Loved the look of the green suit DiBiase. Didn't love playing with green suit DiBiase. Mm-hmm. He was more of a manager guy for me. Because at that time, Teddy was managing a little bit. But this figure played with a lot. And I liked the. I always liked that that spring action Jake the Snake Hulk Hogan punch. Yeah, it's a great punch. Spring, spring punch pose. You could do a lot of moves with him. The Nails figure... Wasn't a bad figure. He looked cool. The, the the head sculpt on that nails and the detail is insane. They even got like the missing tooth, mm-hmm. yeah, um, um, in there and the hair, like a little middle pa- middle part, a middle part <laughs> with like, but he's like kind of balding a little bit. They did a great job. That yeah. nails head is impeccable. They, they put some detail money. on the jumpsuit, but it's just a dude in an orange jumpsuit with a lame pose, um, and a guy who I mean I played with him and I liked nails. He did good. I mean, but it was not my favorite figure. But this Ted DiBiase, I got a lot of play with, and I'm Sounds gonna like go you're leaning with one way. DiBiase. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go with DiBiase. Yeah, talk yourself into a shoot, kid. All right, nails. This is this is the hardest one for me so far. It's tough, but you kind of you kind of have to put 
personal feelings aside for Teddy. No, you know, yeah, like that's, I get that. It was tough. I'm trying. I'm getting. I take the nails to the final, baby. I've said it so many <laughs> no. times how I think that number two green suit DiBiase is my favorite Hasbro ever. It all comes with what you played with the most. Me and you. Green suit Teddy was everything, you know. And I, yeah, and I think to even when Money Inc was a tag team and they were, uh, and I was using them as a tag team with Irwin, I was always using that DiBiase mm-hmm. number two because he stomped just like Irwin stomped, and so DiBiase three got very little use. Yeah. Nails, you get to ha- have a nice stick on a pole match with the big boss man. That's true. Yeah. I'm going nails, baby. Yeah, baby. Nails, <laughs> nails. Never in a million years I think I was voting. Even for if nails he only today. wins one time, we still got him through. <laughs> nails. Has advanced, guys. All right, let's get to the last match, and then we can take a break. we got a couple undercard bouts in a moment. This match, guys, two icons of wrestling. Okay. This is an unbelievable uh, way to end the opening round. Is this a Madison round. Square Garden match right here? It could be. Oh, man. Main event anywhere in the country. This match main evented a Monday Night Raw very early in the run of Monday Night Raw, okay. leading to one man leaving the WWF. And I oh, think you know where I'm going I know where you're this. going Maybe now. Maybe Demento had a Hasbro. <laughs> <laughs> the Nature Boy Ric Flair. Woo. Little scr- skinny, scrawny Ric Flair. Super skinny, Going one-on-one on one with Mr. Perfect. Holy We're talking hell. First Mr. Perfect in that li- or yellow jumpsuit with the new action at the time. I don't even know what you called it, the Perfect Plex action. No yeah. Hasbro had that before. I love yellow Kurt. Beautiful tan on Kurt. Mr. Perfect going against Ric Flair. What are we thinking? We're talking two icons here. Icons. Two yeah, unbelievable I figures. I mean, it's, it is simple. Like, <laughs> I hate the headlock punch. In the world I mean, of Hasbro's, uh, uh, yeah. scrawny this is little Ric Flair's Flair. worst chance. Ric yeah. Flair, red underwear. I mean, like, Ric Flair Hasbro might be the worst Hasbro. Because the Rick Rude, same pose, much better Hasbro than Ric Flair, in my opinion. That Ric Flair Hasbro sucks. And he has a super large cartoony head on this little skinny, scrawny body. Of all the bodies to pick for Ric Flair, why yeah. did they choose why that, that one? one? Yeah. Can't chop with him. Can't do a figure four with him. Can't even really flip up the ring post and run down the apron to get thrown off the top rope with him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't flare flop with him because you'll break his arm. I'll tell you, the, the little jabby arm on the Ric Flair, if yeah. you got that thing wedged in the top rope in like a Battle Royal scenario, he'd hold on forever. That's just true. That's it's tight. Just, but uh, Mr. Perfect figure you can do a lot with. And it's a Mr. Perfect figure. And he's sweet. We all wanted a Mr. Perfect figure when he came out. Hell yeah, God, we I mean, This is simple. This is a squash match to me. Ric Flair's figure sucks. Mr. Perfect figure is very cool. Mr. Perfect all day. Yeah. Uh, I, think I, sa- I said this match yeah. was like a main event anywhere in the country, but in form of Hasbro. It's a pretty clean sweep, right? Ric Flair falls super yeah. short. Yeah. The Mr. Perfect figure is unbelievable. Now, real ca- quick caveat, since this match happened so quickly. <laughs> yeah. If we took the Hasbro out and we threw the Ric Flair Galoob in, would it change your mind in any way? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's 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 a little more debate there. <laughs> a little beefier, like nice that pose, right? That is great. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect for Sting to grill a press yes. off the top rope. Yes. He can do some like low type of chops with those arms kind of around his waist level. Yeah. 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 But the Hasbro, woof. Yeah, it doesn't Mr. Cut Perfect it. has advanced. As he should. And Ric yeah. Flair, too, with the face. That Ric Flair face is so crazy. It's almost like a cartoon villain. Yeah. He's yeah, got like a crazy arched eyebrow. I don't even mind that. It is, it is wild, but it's like a super 90s toyetic evil rich villain version of Ric yeah. Flair's head. Like, yeah. I'm okay with the head. It's the body. The uh, It all sucks. Yeah. It's all terrible. Yeah. Shameless well, plug. 
you can go to the ToyCast YouTube channel, <laughs> okay, and you can search for the Novi Toy Show, and you can see me pick up a minty yellow Mr. Perfect Beautiful Hasbro. Figure. He was so clean. Yeah, I, I love that figure. We can talk. I'll talk more about Mr. Perfect in the next round. Guys, this is this is our final four in the first ever Hasbro TBT BBT. We got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat versus Greg the Hammer Valentine. Oh, that's four, Man, baby. what a match. And then Nails versus Mr. Perfect. Wow. What an odd final four. I mean, squash, but what you an know. Odd final four. No Hogan's got shows today. No, no machos. That's okay. There's plenty of Hogan's left. There's a warrior and a teddy, so some of the guys that have multiple figures yeah. got on the bracket. Yeah, we have. We have. We covered that era. Yeah, so we've got four big ones, guys. Uh, two undercard bouts. I got one, Dave. You got one. Yeah, Who wants to go first? Got one. No, I'll let you. I'll defer. All right, so this is pretty simple, right? Yeah. It's Royal Rumble week, baby. We're about to sit down and watch some Royal Rumble later. Mm-hmm. And we're going to need snacks. Oh, yes, we are. going to be are. hungry. And I'm thinking chips, right? Potato chips, super important. And we all know how much we love Better Made here at the time. Look, we get some cast. heat when we talk about potato chips. So Yeah, but I'm going to defer to the... Uh, the king of the potato chip aisle, which is Fritos, not Fritos, <laughs> Lay's. Fritos are good too. Yeah. Lay's chips, classic Lay's in a yellow bag, right? Everyone knows Lay's. Yeah. Outside of the p- classic potato chip, I think Lay's is known for two signature flavors. One's in an orange bag, one's in a green bag. You got the barbecue chip, mm-hmm. and you got the sour cream and onion chip. Two classics, two staples. I have one in each hand. Which one should we rip open first, guys? Do we want the barbecue chip or do we want the sour cream and onion chip? This is easy for me. Is it? It's, it's easy. easy. Too. Yeah, oh, God. I already know where this is barbecue, going. Barbecue, <laughs> baby, all the way, <laughs> oh, right? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so, oh, oh you two are in disagreement. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, so barbecue, while well, barbecue chips. I chip, thought for sure you two were both barbecue. Yeah. While I love barbecue chips, barbecue chips are my favorite chips. Yeah. However, the Lay's, mm-hmm. they have that black bag, sweet. Barbecue, the sweet barbecue, so much better than regular barbecue. I was wondering, good. has it changed where like they're two different flavors? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, and then I thought maybe the black bag overtook the orange bag, and now it's back it, to orange. I'm not sure. It, yeah, out of the sweet barbecue, love them even more. Mm. But the sour cream and onion, yeah, always trumped barbecue for me as a kid. Love those okay. sour cream and onion green bag lays. Yeah, give me them, <laughs> give me them, give me them over the orange barbecue. Uh, Unless it's a kettle chip, give me the sour cream. If it's a kettle chip, I need it to be jalapeno and in my mouth. Um, Jalapeno all the way. So Joe's barbecue, Dave's sour cream and onion. When I was thinking of this question, I thought my answer was one thing, and then I thought about it more, and I Mm -hmm. think I changed my mind. I think now, and even as a kid, if I was forced to choose, I would be a sour cream and onion guy. Okay. Even though I bet you I eat sour cream and onion chips like once a year. But when they're around, you got to have some. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely eat them. And then Lay's barbecue. I, don't, I just feel like I never eat Lay's barbecue chips. Maybe if it was Better Made, I'd consider oh, it. Oh, I always eat Better yeah. Made, yeah. But I don't think Better – does Better Made have sour cream and onion? I don't know. I, I don't so. know. Okay. Do they? I can, yeah. I think Lay's – I feel like It might should. not be called sour cream. It might, it's, they have a green bag, Better Made yeah. green bag. But when we were kids, man, I feel like that was – as far as chips went, it was like that was it, right? Yeah. Plain barbecue, barbecue. sour cream, and onion. Those are your options. Pretty much, yeah. Now you go in the chip aisle, and it's insane. Oh yeah, there's everything. Remember, like salt and vinegar was. Oh, I love salt and vinegar. Me yeah. too. As a kid, I hated it, but yeah, I feel like salt and vinegar wasn't even really around no. in the '80s until the '90s, and yeah. then. And now you go now, there's like loaded baked potato and like all these yeah. wild ketchup flavors. and mustard. Oh, You're yeah. Like, yeah. What are you yeah. doing? Melanie loves ketchup, ketchup chips. I think oh, they're, yeah. No they're thanks. Nasty. No thanks. Ew. 
you know, you go to okay. Canada, you get yeah, the Canada ketchup chips. That's where I always. Oh, had them. but there's also in Canada they have the um, oh, what are they called? Oh, I can't think of the name. It's the little chips where like every flavor is on them, all of the flavors. Yeah, you ever had oh, one yeah, of those? Yeah, all yeah, of the yeah, flavors. Every flavor is on this one chip. Wow. Oh, it's it was. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you taste it. You're like, oh, sour cream like onion and chip. barbecue and ketchup. You know what was um, surprisingly good? Seven Eleven for a short time okay. had a hot dog flavor. <laughs> There's no way that they did, and I bought them a few times. They were pretty good. They tasted more like garlic than anything else. Hot dog flavor. It was hot dog flavored chips. What was there like ketchup and mustard taste to it as well, or we're talking? There was probably a hint, but but when I ate them, I got like just a big hit of garlic, and that was pretty much it. (laughs) They were interesting. They were interesting. Had to try them. Was it uh, Seven Eleven brand? Yes, Seven Eleven brand. They, They no longer exist, but. Yeah, for that I- short run, I-, I enjoyed them. The idea that you can take like a fla- like a meat flavor and turn it into a powder that goes on yeah. a chip. It didn't taste like a hot dog at all. <laughs> all right, sour cream and onion is one. All right, guys, are we ready? Let's get to the second yeah. round. We're in the final four here. Opening match in the second round of the first ever WWF Hasbro Time Blaster Toycast Bodacious Bracket Tournament, TBT, BBT for short. Ricky, the Dragon Steamboat, going one-on-one with Greg the Hammer Valentine. <sighs> The Dragon versus The Hammer. Man, what a match. WrestleMania 4, baby. This is a huge match. and Just think of like wrestlers of the past. It was always first name, the something last name. Absolutely. Jim the Anvil Neidhart. No wrestlers like that anymore, right? Can you think of one modern WWE wrestler who's got the the something in between his two first and last names? No. No, they always put it. Brett the Hitman Hart. Okay, no one really called him like that. But But it was Brett Hitman Hart, but yeah. yeah. Oh, a lot of people call him Brett the Hitman Heart. They did, but it wasn't. When I correct. announced him, I called him Brett the Hitman. <laughs> you did? There's not supposed to be a the Dave, you know that. <laughs> is it the hammer or the dragon in this match, guys? Yeah, this what are we is thinking? Tough. Um, Clothesline of the hammer versus the jumper of Steamboat. This is yeah. tough for but me. But no, to answer your question, they they put more of the moniker because of marketing purposes. It's it's more just how they refer to people so many times, whatever their t shirt is. So it's like the phenomenal one, AJ Styles, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, now the the comes yeah, before, it comes the, before name. the name. Yeah. It's not in between the first and the last. Not episodes. AJ, the phenomenal one, yeah. Styles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the tribal chief. It's all yep. before, and yep. then when they refer to it, that, that's just easier that way. Yeah, I wonder. That's yeah. I wonder when that's. It had to be nineties when yeah, that switched. They just happened. Back it. in the day, they're like, we want you to have a moniker, but we want people to know you by your first name. So first while you are the hammer, first. we want everyone to know that your name's Greg. Right. And nowadays, so even us though, we had our moniker before our name too. Oh, in pro wrestling. Yeah. Tell I, everyone what your monikers were, gentlemen. <laughs> I think wrestling has just shifted <laughs> so much. Yeah. Oh, my moniker is the Mad Scientist, mm-hmm. Tommy Tresnick. So I guess it would be Tommy the Mad Scientist Tresnick. That kind of works. That if it was 1988, dude, sounds, you'd be in. You'd be sounds, top guy. That sounds great. <laughs> it was 1988. That, is a, that was the legacy Matthew Priest. That's a good one, too, though. The professor Priest. So Both of you guys belong like, in 80s wrestling. <laughs> the I'm would have gone with the professor. Matthew the professor Priest would have been pretty good. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah nice throwback to name to like a throwback style. That would have yeah. worked, yeah. Sure. Anyways, anyways, I think even though love Greg Valentine went and vi- have a viral video on the internet with Greg the Hammer Valentine, right? Mm-hmm. A long time ago, a lot of people don't know that about me, but um, I gotta take this Ricky. I can't believe I'm taking a jumper here, but I think I gotta go wow. with the Ricky Steamboat figure over the Greg Valentine figure. My love for this Greg Valentine has bro is deep too. We talked about the pose. I put it over so big <coughs> in that first round, but this Steamboat figure, the the detail, the scaly pants, like there's just 
it is one of the most eye-catching toys. It might be the most detailed Hasbro figure. It is incredible. There's you, so much on it. You are 100% correct. Mm-hmm. It is one of, if not the most, toyetic of all the Hasbro figures. It's unbelievable. And it's funny that this match is the way it is because you've got like the most toyetic Hasbro in yeah. Steamboat going against one of the least toyetic in the Hammer. But I think I'm leaning Hammer over Steamboat wow. because okay. I played with that Hammer way more. Yeah. There's something about that Steamboat, man. Those guys that like had their full uh, ring attire on, like LOD with the shoulder pads. and They're, they're just, real tougher to play with. They're tougher to play with. And then, yeah, you've got the, the little thing on the back of Steamboat's back. Is it a cape? Is it a... Well, does it go... Does it what's, go? What's yeah, the optimal, yeah, let's, what's let's the optimal way it. to put that thing on his back? Uh, you could does go either go way. Does it go down so it looks like a cape, or does it go up so then it kind of replicates the pattern of the thing on his head? Yeah, it's like a bigger version of his headdress thing. I remember doing it both ways too. So. To me, it was always down like a cape. Yeah, that's what I thought was the right way. And but when he actually wore it, wasn't it up or no? I don't remember. I'd have to look at a picture. I remember I don't putting it on both ways just because they cool it looks good either whenever way. i do the interviews with the dragon yeah yeah any dude in a cape is looking cool yeah it looks good either way it looks good without the cape lots of people have steamboat without the cape um yeah but yeah it's it's crazy on a toy podcast i think i'm going playability over looks well in it this makes scenario, sense i'm picking hammer joe i'm leaving it, it on makes, your shoulders it makes sense i think either guy's deserving so i don't know like Dave, like Dave said, Hasbro dumped a lot of money into this Ricky figure. Mm-hmm. Paint, accessories, sculpt. He's amazing looking. Yeah. But can he have a lot of matches and all that gear? And he's a jumper? <laughs> <laughs> Even though I didn't vote Greg the first time around, I think I got to go Hammer the second time wow, around. Wow, Hammer has made it to the finals. Yeah, for, like you said, playability. I get it. Hey, and this is... But either guy was a win for me. This wow. is Royal Rumble weekend, boys, right? Mm-hmm. We had the Royal Rumble theme playing at the top of this podcast. And if yep. there was one thing that happened when we were kids and it was Royal Rumble week, yeah. you knew you were going to see Greg the Hammer Valentine for a good 30 to 40 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. That dude was a workhorse. He was in the Rumbles forever back in the day. I can't even picture Ricky Steamboat was never even in a Royal Rumble, was he? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't think ever. I refer to Dave. I can't remember. Yeah. Not 89. No way. Yeah, maybe. Maybe 88. Maybe. maybe. That yeah. Doug and Rumble, I've I've seen a handful of times, but it's just I don't think I think Steamboat. I don't remember Steamboat because there's that. that short list of people, and I haven't looked at this list in years. There's like a handful of like real big stars in wrestling history that have never been in a Royal Rumble yeah. match, he right? Was, yeah, it, like Scott Hall, Razor Ramon is like the main one. Was yeah, never in a never Royal in Rumble because it was in the Intercontinental Title match every year. I think Steamboat might be on that list. We need to look. Somebody fact check this, please, before the pod's over. Was Steamboat in the eighty? We're looking Rumble? now. Um, I know um, Bubba Dudley was on that list forever. Yeah, that's Dudley right. The Dudley boys it. were never in it. But then he did that return years ago, so yeah. he made it on. And I'm sure, I think Devon as a rever- reverend was in a Rumble once. Reverend. So I don't even Testify, know who. Testify, brother. No, he wrestled Rick Rude at the Royal so Rumble. So Steamboat was never he in a Royal Rumble. That's okay, crazy. that's kind of what I thought. All right, well, the, then the Hammer has rightfully made it to the finals. He deserves it. Who is the Hammer's opposition going to be okay. in the main event here tonight? Is it a criminal? Is it a convict? Is it nails? Or is it my dog, Mr. Perfect, an athlete's athlete, going to throw himself a touchdown pass and catch it at the other end zone? Dude. Gonna and shoot not every break three a pointer. sweat, this guy. <laughs> yeah. 
going to dive in a swimming pool and not a drop of water. No, it comes out perfectly. Throw a bullseye every time he throws a dart. Every time he bowls, strike. 300 over and over. Mr. Perfect or nails? (laughs) 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 I I, I mean, I got to go. Is this going to be? It's actually tougher than I think because when I think of the two toys... Well, like, keep in mind. I love a, the detail on nails. It's a great looking toy. Yeah, you know, he is the the head. Mister Perfect's head's a little funky too. Those early Hasbro heads, they were. I like the likeness. I think I, look, I like it. Keep yeah. in mind, there is another Mister Perfect Hasbro that will one day get chosen. Yeah. On, in a tournament mm-hmm. in the blue with the wrist tape. That's the one. That's the one downside to this Mister Perfect. No yes. wrist tape. No wrist tape. I was going to bring that up. It's absolutely absurd. Kurt Hennig never wrestled a match without wrist tape. Absolutely. How does this figure not have wrist tape? It's crazy. The second Mr. Perfect, they paint it on and they correct things. But yeah, and they I can forgive the lack of detail on the back or whatever. Who or, else? No, that, who else was in that Mr. line? Perfect's got the black V, or does he have no V on his back? I feel like he has no V. On I his think he back. has no V in the yellow. Because the second one's got the V on the back. Yes. I can forgive the yeah. lack of the V if if there is a lack of V. I cannot <laughs> forgive. Lack of wrist tape. Maybe they had to cut costs for someone else in that wave, and they didn't nah, give them wrist know. tape. Put the I don't light know. On the boots, it was just lazy. Yeah, Mister P on his boots, just taken. Yeah, yeah the, the boots are good, but they, they could have used the white on the arms. The arm division just ran out of white. Yeah, it, does, it doesn't matter. It they could have yeah. made this Kurt Hennig in blue underwear. He's still getting my vote over I nails. Need, yeah. I'm pissed picking Mr. Perfect. Big AWA this, match. Here. This isn't even a discussion. Marvel Big AWA. AWA. Yeah, I believe they might have wrestled Kevin. What? Kevin. What was he? Marvelous some, Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly. Yeah. yeah. Nails, man. Woof. Not a fan. You go back and you watch it. I've never watched Kevin Kelly work in the ring as Kevin Kelly. Could mm-hmm. he wrestle? He was okay. I mean, he wasn't good. Because his mean, nails. I wouldn't even say he was okay. He wasn't good, but he worked. He did stuff? Yeah, he did stuff. Because nails did didn't do anything. No, he wrestled nails, like a convict. Yes. Which I guess you can, but like it's so boring to watch. Like, yeah. He literally just, just chokes guys. He yeah. just went ding, out there ding, and did what he was told to do. That's yeah. it. Yep. He did the same thing when he was in WCW after as, as the, the, convict. the convict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just wrestled that way. But yeah, no, Kevin, I mean, he wrestled in blue. I'm pretty sure they Kurt Henning may have defended the AWA championship against Kevin Kelly. As, wow. uh, he had his working boots and on. And like, they, they would both had trunks on. I mean, he was a trunk guy. Yeah, he wore like a robe. He had long yeah. blonde mm-hmm. hair. He He's looked like a stereotypical 80s late 80s wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. Got my vote. Yeah. Mr. Perfect. Slam dunk. Yeah. No one's voting for nails. No, not this time. Sorry. So we've got the hammer. In Mr. Perfect, two men with flowing bleach blonde locks, yes. two workhorses, two yes. dudes that at Royal Rumble week, you know you're going to get a lot out of these guys. Remember um, when Kurt made his comeback at the Rumble and he went so long? 2002. Final four, yeah. Baby. God, yeah. that was so that was great. Like Kurt Angle, Stone Cold, yeah. Kurt Henning, and was it The Rock, the other guy in there? Or Triple oh, H? Man. Uh, who, who was Triple the fourth H? guy? Triple H won that Rumble, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I just remember being so so yeah. pumped for yeah, him yeah. coming back, and he went so long. It was great. That was the year that they brought back him, mm-hmm. Goldust, Godfather, mm. and there was one. It was four dudes made the return in the match. Yeah, it was it was funny. I saw something the other day how like matter how jacked up we were, Mister Perfect would have came back in that Rumble. A couple of years later, it was like Tatanka came back. Mm-hmm. Both guys had like a little run coming out of it. Yeah. Last year, Carlito came back, not in the Royal Rumble, but he just came back yeah. to WWE. Yeah. Carlito was gone longer. Than Mr. Perfect and Tatanka were from back in like oh I believe that like just the timeline of things and you're like wow like it, when you put it into perspective it's like oh yeah he was only Mr. Perfect was gone like six seven years yeah 
from WWF and it comes back in the Rumble and like Tatanka was not, it was kind of the same. It was like eight years, I think it was. Right. So yeah, it's just, our perception has changed so yeah. much from yeah, I get that. Yeah, dude could be gone twenty years, and for us, it's like he's he's yeah. like some young buck out there. <laughs> yep. Oh, that young upstart Carlito <laughs> guy, guy has a twenty-five year career. Or something. Yeah, he was gone like twelve years or something like that. They said uh, I read the thing, and I was like, wow, that was a yeah. long time. He dude was gone. looks great now, man. Yeah, yeah, he, he has. And I was thinking about, it, I was like, yeah, I did it. I did do an indie show with Carlito in like two thousand eleven. So yeah. he was definitely gone a long in two thousand eleven. Yeah. So. All right, uh, we got the finals in a sec, Dave. You got an undercard bout real quick? I do. It's All a little right. bit unique. We're going to stick with a little wrestling topic here, but we're not going to go with wrestling toys. In fact, okay. wrestling toys are banned from this question. Okay, I like that. But we're mm-hmm. going to start with a tag team match. Okay. The, uh, the Royal Rumble always had good little undercard matches. Oh, yeah. You and, can count you know, on a good undercard could, tag match. You always had a good little, good little rivalry. But, you know, one thing the Royal Rumble had surrounding it too was mystery not necessarily in a tag match but in this tag match there's going to be some mystery okay here. so we're gonna I'm go here for it. it it's a big dick tracy match here okay <laughs> okay we're gonna say big boy mm-hmm. al caprice and yeah. his tag team partner flat top okay they're taking on dick tracy and a mystery partner and this mystery partner can be from any toy line other than Wrestlers. Oh, so we got to pick our optimal. Pick Dick Tracy's mystery partner. Okay. Oh, man. Who's Dick Tracy going to mesh well with? All right. Let me think about this. I mean, I have my initial thoughts, okay. but I don't want to like sway your guys' yeah, thinking. You take wrestling out, and I can't pick Brett. So it's like, I think, man. I th- someone came to my mind immediately. Okay. And I'm going to go with this guy. Okay. okay. Because I'm thinking Playmates, right? I'm uh, thinking sure. 1990s style. I'm thinking Dick Tracy. While this Dick Tracy figure doesn't have that signature trench coat, I'm in the I know a guy who does that'll scale real well and it'll work perfect with these guys. Yeah. And he can have a mask on so people won't really know who he is. And then he's going to take his mask off and they'll be like, oh my God, it's undercover Donatello. That's exactly who I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> undercover Don. Yes. It comes mean, from the rafters, propelled on a wire. Oh, Sting style. Sting style yeah. with a trench coat on, Flowing. got the mask. Flat top's like, who's this guy? Who's this joker in the mask? Who's this Karate guy? kick, bow staff, rips the mask off. Oh, man. Opens his, uh, his briefcase, eats a black slice of pizza. <laughs> oh, man. Got the gun. They're like so scared. And then he hits it, just says, it bang, says bang, bang on the end. They wet their pants like Mr. McMahon. <laughs> Do we even? Do I even it's need to answer? Down, That's baby. it. That's yeah. who I had written down. Of, if you guys didn't say him, yeah, That's so good. Down would have been my pick too. So yeah. <laughs> oh man, I'm I want to book it. I want to see this match now. I'm trying That's to. That's perfect. Who's another top. great dude with a trench coat? <laughs> what about Toy Biz Gambit? Yeah, there we go. With this, yeah. with his vinyl cape. Ask trench coat coming in there throwing cards. Yeah. The thing about Gambit, he could take that trench coat off and lend it to Dick himself. Absolutely. If he wants. It might be a snug fit, but yeah. they just have a just a crew of dudes in trench coats. Yeah, I'm going with Gambit. <laughs> that was a good one, Dave. I yeah, like that. I like it. All right, we gotta get to it, guys. It's been a little while. We are here. It is the finals of the first ever WWF Hasbro. Feels weird saying not LJN. Yeah. WWF Hasbro TBT BBT tournament. Greg the Hammer Valentine versus Mr. Perfect. Thoughts? Where are we at? So I already have my decision made. Okay. And I've been going first all tournament long because to me, I don't know, it's just a little easier with the Hasbros. And it was something you alluded to in the last round. Okay. Mr. Perfect doesn't have wrist tape. Greg the, not. He wore wrist tape. He did. Didn't have it. Greg the Hammer Valentine, 
He didn't wear wrist tape. No. He didn't wear knee pads. Hasbro didn't include him. But Hasbro put a shin guard on Greg Valentine. Yeah. They did. And they couldn't even put the detail in a Mr. Perfect of wrist tape. That just shows you how much they cared about Mr. Perfect. But they can't put wrist tape on this guy. Yeah. But they're going to put a shin guard on Greg Valentine. Greg Valentine, to me, better pose to play with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I love Mr. Perfect. I love Greg Valentine. But Greg Valentine, to me, to your point when he, with the Steamboat match, better to play with. And I think he looks better because of, this, because of the shin guard, and he looks like Greg Daniel Valentine. He's not missing anything. I can't look at that Greg Valentine figure and say, they should have did this. Mm-hmm. They should have added this. With Mr. Perfect, I can look at that figure and go, while the Mr. P on the boots is sweet, should have added wrist tape. They should have put the black V on the back. They could have fixed his face a little bit. So, <laughs> so you're definitive <laughs> hammer. Yeah. Hell of an argument. And yeah, honestly, the is. sculpt on the hammer, I mean, it looks exactly like It does. Hammer. So you are not wrong. Um Wild, wild circumstances that it came down to this match. I got to rewind a few days and tell you guys a little bit of a story. Let's hear it. So I watch wrestling in here all week. When I'm in here working, I always turn on wrestling. And this week I had on Saturday night's main event. I like started on some episode in 1990 and it just kind of went through, right? And I'm working and I'm like occasionally looking at the TV. And at one point on some Saturday night's main event, I want to say 19, it's either 90 or 91. There's a battle royal on Saturday night's main event. And it might be like for the Intercontinental Championship, maybe. The TV's on mute, right? So I'm not like paying attention. Okay. Right. And I look over, there's like 20 guys and I'm like, oh, wow, a lot of stars in this match. And Mr. Perfect's in there, Bulldog's in there, lots of dudes are in there. And I like look away, and I'm working, and I occasionally look back. And at one point, I like look over, and it's the final four are in this ring, right? The Barbarians in the ring. Um, uh, I remember. Mr. Perfect's in the ring. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels as a rocker is in this ring. Oh, yeah, I remember. And then okay. there's a blonde hair brother with yellow trunks and yellow boots, and I'm like, the Hulkster's in this. Wow. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, how is Shawn Michaels in this final four? Right. So I look away, work more. Look back at now, like Barbarians out. There's now it's down to two. It's Mr. Perfect and Hulk Hogan. And then, like, then I like look again, and I start paying. Then I finally start paying attention. I'm like, that's not Hulk Hogan. It's Greg the Hammer Valentine. It's Hammer and Perfect are the last two. And this crowd is going ape. You know what? Yeah. For the Hammer, they are wow. losing it. Really? Hammer is beating the crap out of Mr. Perfect. The crowd is going wild. I'm like, I don't recall this. I don't remember this hammer being here. I thought it was Hulk Hogan <laughs> when I was barely paying attention. Yeah. In the end, Mr. Perfect finds a way to win. He throws the hammer out. He keeps his Intercontinental Championship. Nice. But it's wild that these two dudes were the last two that I just watched. Yeah. But like that Saturday Night's main event, Mr. Perfect yeah. won. And then when I'm voting these Hasbros, Mr. Perfect's getting my vote. I mean, yeah. Mr. Perfect, Mr. P, <sighs> take a hammer. To Mr. Perfect takes a hammer yes. to the world championship belt of Hulk yep. Hogan and yeah. just destroys it on the Brother Love show. I love the hammer. Great wrestler. Great figure. But nothing beats that Mr. Perfect figure. Easter 1991, I got that figure. My grandma gave me that as a present. I was like over the moon. Mr. Perfect was my dude. Love that figure. Top five Hasbro of all time. So up to you, Joe. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Dave made some good points. Yeah. Playmates or Hasbro was definitely slipping a little bit. 
Okay. You don't even have to sculpt the wrist tape. You just take some white paint. Mm-hmm. You put it around the wrist, right? But there's only one guy <laughs> who's going to win this championship. Yes. And that's Mr. Perfect. We are righting the wrongs of the past. This guy was a runner-up in Royal Rumble's past, never won. But today, he did. Mr. Perfect Kurt Hedding, the best athlete of all time. He has won the first ever WWF Hasbro TBT BBT tournament. Are we happy, boys? I'm happy. I'm content. (laughs) (laughs) So Mr. Perfect's the first winner. Like Dave said earlier, we can do up to 12 of these. So ultimately, one day, we can have a crazy battle of the winners. Here. Oh, yeah, for sure. It'll be unbelievable. Um, that's not what we'll talk about next week. We will tell you guys what that is in just a second. All right, guys, we're back next week. It's been a while yep. that we've talked to action figure play sets. And honestly, I think it's been about a year, maybe over a year. Maybe. Last year, we talked about uh, nine play sets of the 80s. Next week. We're going forward a decade. We're talking nine play sets of the 1990s. Can't wait, guys. It's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome to the Toy Cast. You up the super soakers for the time blast. blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's the time blast of the Toy Cast. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Yeah. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Uh. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Yeah. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag? And bigger noses than Mark Summers on the show hand, so get your notepad, we talking about collectibles, Collectible. get to the seal, know the value is exceptional, uh, as it can be from TV to the VHS, yeah. Power Rangers, Star Wars, yeah. He-Man, playsets, yeah. Transformer, G.I. Yeah. Joe with Destro, yeah. like Bryce with the glow, power from Nintendo. Nintendo, so many toys you will never know, never know. welcome to ToyCast, here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.